what's up guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets. Today we got episode 34 and we're doing an analysis of the Skyline Specs interview. Highly recommend you go back and listen to that interview first if you have not yet because this uh, analysis episode is going to make a lot more sense if you know what I'm talking about. Um, basically, to give you just a few highlights from it, Scott Ballard is the owner of Skyline Specs and he is just really smart at Instagram. He just understands the algorithm really well and he's really good at running giveaways to you know, really increase his followers over a short period of time, which is the goal for most people on here and giveaways is a great way to do it. So listen to that episode and I'm going to go deep dive into some of his main points and go into how I would recommend you guys apply it into your own business as well as how I'm going to apply it into my own. So let's just jump right in here. Uh, The first thing that Scott goes over that I wanted to add a little bit of value to is his uh, is how he built prototypes because he was able to build a single prototype of his product before he was doing large-scale manufacturing at all. And I think it's something that's very important. Uh, I know some of you are into services, so maybe this part is not you know, um, as relevant to you, or maybe you are just running an Instagram to promote your blog and you don't really have products. But uh, this is still kind of a cool section to listen to anyways, because I'm going to give you guys some some ways that you can actually start building products a lot quicker than some of you may think. So the way that Scott made his first pair of the sunglasses is uh, he ordered a pair of wooden wooden sunglasses, so they're wood on the side at least, and then he got an engraving pen, and then he just drew the outline of a city skyline right on the side of it. And if you don't know what skyline specs is, it's basically these sunglasses that are wood on the side, and they're exactly what I just said. It's just the engraved skylines of various cities like Chicago and Minneapolis and Seattle. And he's got all of these cool skylines um, sketched on the side. And his whole deal is just tying people into their communities. So we'll touch more on that too of how he's been able to capture these people who are tied into their communities and turn them into sunglass customers. But he started by making this prototype so that he could start doing some test marketing. And this is something that you wanna do if you're gonna start getting into making products because you don't want to just start making products without any proof that people want to buy it out there. The cool news is, is generally speaking, with online sales nowadays and you're selling to the entire world, you don't have to have a highly demanded product to still get enough sales to make a business out of it. But you do have to just generally test okay, how much do you guys like it? Or maybe you have some customers that start to say, hey, I'd really like it if it were this or that. Or some people from San Francisco might be like, hey, can you make them for San Francisco? And it just gives you a way to get started. Now, how I've gotten started with one of the products that my company is inventing right now is with 3D printing. And uh, if you guys don't know how to 3D print, you're probably one or two contacts away from knowing someone who could, or I would recommend that you get on LinkedIn and look look for robotics engineers at your local university. And uh, most most universities have access 
two 3D printers, or the students have access to all the 3D printers that the university owns. So that's just one other way that you can look into it. If you can't think of anyone who owns them, and maybe you do a Facebook or Instagram post and just asking, hey, does anyone know anyone who knows how to do 3D printers? But you're gonna have to find someone who can do the drawing as well as do the printing. So in my case, this person is my 50-50 business partner and it is a skill that if you're gonna get into building all of these original products, you're gonna wanna have an engineer on your team who knows how to 3D print. Um, all of our units cost us probably less than three bucks each to make them on a 3D printer. And it would take about 24 hours though to build our entire device. So obviously it's not a scalable process for selling, but it led us into our next phase of production, which is called silicone molding. And uh, if you guys don't know what that is, it basically is an in-between of 3D printing and injection molding. And we'll get into inject injection molding in a sec, but silicone molding is where you take a 3D printed model and then you pour a silicone mold. I, I'm not the engineer in my company, so I'm gonna say this wrong, but basically you're going to make a mold around that uh that 3d printed product okay and then you're going to end up with like let's say if your 3d printed product was a ball and then you were to use the silicone uh molding techniques to go around that ball you're going to end up with you know an empty sphere like mold and then you're going to be able to now pour liquid plastic into that and it will solidify as the shape you want so this not only gave us units that we can make in about six hours, but it was also uh, a much higher quality version of the units than the 3D printed ones too, because um, we were able to finish them properly and, and make them actually seem like a consumer ready product. And the reason why this is an important step is because injection molding is typically the final step for making products. And this is how basically everything is made nowadays. They make a mold, that is the exact mold for their final product, right? And it usually costs a minimum of $5,000, even up to a hundred grand or so. The product we're making is gonna cost right around 30 grand for injection molds. But once you make these molds, you can't just make tweaks to the device after that. You can't say, oh, this should be half inch bigger, or let's make the logo over here or whatever, okay? You can't really modify it after. So that's why you want to do an initial round of testing your products before you commit to spending that much money on an injection mold. And we did so by doing the silicone molding process so we can make about 50 units at six hours each rather than 24 hours each and it's a higher quality unit. We're going to sell those units and then we're going to test that group. So they'll be sold as tester units. And then from there, we're going to be able to make sure that the design modifications work for everyone uh, or, or like the physical components of the device work for everyone. So if we need to make any modifications, we can do so before buying the injection mold. And that's how you really scale the production process. So I just wanted to touch on that because I feel like that's something my company has done well for finding budget friendly options on how to start building prototypes and getting into manufacturing, but not costing a ton of money because the silicone molding, that whole process cost us about $300 to get that started. Um, the, the fixed costs, at least not the variable costs per unit, but 300 bucks for just the fixed costs. 
and that's way, way, way less than 30 grand. And it is a process that we can easily, you know, spend another 300 bucks if we want to, to get new molds made. So check out silicone molding on YouTube if you're curious on uh, how to do that more so. All right, the next thing that I wanted to get into is how Scott was able to do giveaways. And this is really what he has, how he's grown so quickly is doing giveaways for his sunglasses. And one of the ways that he does uh, just, I guess it's not even a giveaway, but sometimes he'll just send a pair of his shades to accounts that are typically over 50,000 followers just because when they're over 50K followers, even if all they do is a story post, it's probably gonna be worth it to you in the end. So you don't wanna really send like free product to people that are less than that unless you know that they're really going to promote it really well for you. So he did that where you just send it and then send it the shades to them and they would just do a post about it. But the way that he really gained followers is by doing his giveaways. And right now, on my IGM Secrets Instagram, I just posted on my story an example of how Scott does a giveaway. So he's got his collaboration partner here. I'm looking at it. Looks like his col collaboration partner is Eco Garden Systems. And basically it says, I'm just gonna read you the caption here. Giveaway, three more pairs of our Skyline Shades up for grabs, courtesy of Eco Garden Systems. How to enter. One, follow Eco Garden Systems Skyline Specs. Two, comment some friends. Each comment is an entry. Three, like this post. And that's all there is to it. And then it says bonus story for, post this on your story for 10 extra entries. So, I mean, there's so many different things that you can do for people to get entries or you can make it that they have to do all three things before they get entered. I personally like having the last step be collect email because I do do email marketing. And I feel like giveaways are one of the easiest times to collect an email. So if email marketing is part of your business, I would definitely recommend that be your last step. And I will do an entire episode on how I've personally done my giveaways um, using a program called Giveaway Boost. And it makes it really easy to keep track of entries and everything like that. But besides that, the Skyline Specs really likes to do it just on Instagram because he's mostly just going for follows and engagement on Instagram. So however you wanna do it, but have a couple steps and just know that the more steps there are to enter, the less people will enter. However, the more steps, the the more things that they do, right? They like and comment. So you wanna find a middle ground. You don't wanna be like tag 10 friends, right? But like tag three friends is cool, right? It's not too much work for them. So just keep that in mind. But some other ideas, maybe the first one could be follow us. Number two could be comment. Um, you know, do, do like comment your like your favorite caption for this picture or, or something like that. I'm just trying to think of a way that you can actually get them to comment a lot of words so that you can get your posts trending easier. Um, like this post, tag two friends, tag three friends. You could do what Scott did here, do a story post about it. And you can do other things too, like like our Facebook page as a step. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube. All of those things could be potential steps in your business. You just need to know what your business is trying to do. 
okay? If you know, if you're trying to build your YouTube, obviously make the giveaway, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube, and three, like this photo and you're entered, okay? You want to design it to how it's going to most benefit your business in the end. So check that out, or you can go on Skyline Specs account. What I'm going to do is I'm doing it right now too. I'm just going to add this example that I just listed off onto my story highlights and then you'll be able to see it's just going to be under giveaways and you guys will be able to see uh how this looks and if i see any other cool giveaways on you know out and about i'll make i'll be sure to put them into that featured um you know story highlight because i do feel like giveaways is one of the best growth hacks out there and i want to advertise all the different ways you can do it so um, the other way that Scott does giveaways is he does a monthly giveaway for a pair of shades and how people enter is it just says every post liked here. Let me go to his account real quick so I can read it off to you. I think it's every single post. Yeah, every single post that Skyline Specs does, he has this towards the bottom of the caption. It says want to win free shades. Every post liked is an entry into our monthly giveaway. And then they must be following him to win. And that is just pure genius, in my opinion, because not only are they going to like his picture just because it's a cool picture, but some people will like it because it's an entry into a giveaway. And they have to be following him to win. So, so many people that even if they just see one of his photos, he doesn't have to rely on them to then go back to his account, check out all of his content, and then choose to follow them. He's just making it like, look, like this post, follow us, you're already entered. And this makes it so even the people who already follow him are be are being sure to like every single one of his photos. And obviously, if he's getting all of his photos liked by them, then his engagement is super high. So that like all of his followers are super engaged every time he posts, they're all going to see it because they like all of his photos. So that should make a lot of sense to you guys. But the way that he actually does this is let's say he does 30 posts in the previous month, then he'll go, he'll do like a random number generator from 130. And then let's say it's seven, then he'll go to the seventh post of the month. And then he'll look at how many likes there are. So if there's 1200 likes, He'll do random number generator from zero to 1200. And then whatever number that is, that's the winner. So it's uh, it's a super easy and fair way to make sure that everyone actually does get entered into the giveaway. And then he sends them out. And of course, these people usually do a post about it to say, thanks so much. I got the, this, this, the shades from you and they just post it on their story. So he makes sure that if they do feature him um, or they at least post that they got the sunglasses from the giveaway that he features that in a story highlight and I'd highly recommend you guys do that because you want to provide that social proof to your audience that people are winning especially in a monthly giveaway you want to be sure to promote every single winner of every month who wins that giveaway and um, it, it's just a really great thing for him to do but the thing that I wanted to add add to that is you need to know that these people who won your product from a giveaway are almost certain to leave you a five-star review if you ask them to do it. So you're not allowed to say, hey, would you leave us a five-star review? 
but you're going to message these people who won your product for free in the giveaway and say, hey, how are you liking it? They're like, great, I love it, thanks so much. You say, awesome. Hey, we'd really appreciate it if you can find the time to go on our website and or Amazon listing and leave us a review or leave us an honest review whenever you get a chance. Here's the links for you. Thanks so much for your consideration. And just let them know that. And they'll almost always go do it for you. And of course, they're going to leave a five star. They got it for free. So that's just one other way to capitalize if you do do a giveaway. I think that makes it completely worth it right there just getting those extra reviews because if you guys sell on amazon then you certainly know how important they are um, so that's one extra way to capitalize it on the back end so i'm going to get into the last major thing that scott does um, in just a second here but i got a quick word from my sponsor all right guys so before i go into the last major topic that scott covered that i want to deep dive on I just wanna to touch on giveaways a little bit more because I know it's hard to look at a different company who's running a giveaway and then just instantly know how to do it on your page. Maybe you're just posting recipes all the time, like you're a chef and you're just posting chef recipes all the time. And you're like, I don't know what to do as a giveaway or my company sells services. So I'm not really sure what to give away. And you can give away a service but it's also like, wait, like we only do servicing in Colorado. What if someone from Texas wins? And you're not really sure what to give away. So what I would tell you in those cases is you need to understand that if you don't have your own product to give away, you need to give away something that is going to attract the customers that you want. And that is truly the brilliant thing that Skyline Specs has been doing here because when people are entering the giveaway for his shades and they're following him and they're liking his content, they're most likely going to his website and checking out like, all right, what shades am I even entering to win right now? He's gonna get a lot of just natural curiosity and people going over to his website. And all of the people who are following him from his giveaways are people who said, I'm interested in your sunglasses. So he's not just attracting any regular old follower. He's attracting followers of people who want his sunglasses. And that's the brilliant part of it because it doesn't matter if you have 50,000 followers or 100,000 followers. It matters how many people follow you that are potential customers. And the way that Scott has designed his Instagram and all of his giveaways is to populate all of his Skyline Specs followers with a bunch of people who, oh, excuse me, who are interested in his product and what i love that he does at the end and i certainly do this too whenever i do a giveaway especially if i have their email i'm always emailing everyone the winner is this person sorry if you didn't win as a consolation prize here's a 20 percent off coupon to get your own pair of shades and it's so important that you capitalize on it because the whole point of the giveaway is to get followers to get sales okay so like why not get sales right at the end of the giveaway and you've got all these people who indicated hey i'm interested in your product and i'm gonna wait till this day to see if i win or not and if they don't win and they're really hoping to then that is going to be a great time to catch them and potentially convert them into a customer just by giving them a discount code and you're just going to phrase it as a consolation prize 
all right? So um, again, with giveaways, um, that's something that I've done with whenever I'm launching a new product, I'm giving away that product so that I can build a list of emails and a list of followers who are interested in that product. So you're gonna wanna do the same thing. Let's say that you're a, let me look at like, like a fitness account, okay? So you're a fitness account and you do fitness coaching and you're not sure what to give away. You could give away your fitness coaching program. Like if you have a paid for program, you could do, hey, we're doing a giveaway, one person's gonna win it free. And then you're gonna have a list of all these people who want to win your free training program And once they don't win, then you can try to close them after. Or you could say, hey guys, we're giving away a hundred bucks worth of Under Armour gym clothes, okay? Like don't give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card is what I'm getting at. You don't want your product that you're giving away to attract just any old followers. You want whatever product you're giving away to be something that is very likely something that your potential customers would want so that you can be growing a targeted list, okay? That's the whole point of these giveaways. So keep that in mind when you're actually designing them. So the last thing that Scott does that I just thought was just super, super smart is he created about 12 other accounts for cities, okay? And they're basically these tribute accounts to cities. So he's got one Life of Chicago, which has over 67,000 followers. And he basically just reposts photos of Chicago, like really, really cool photos or even drone footage of Chicago. And it's just trying to attract all of these people who live in Chicago, ideally, or who are really tied into the Chicago community. Because what is at the top of Scott's funnel? His sales funnel, that is. Well, in order for someone to want his sunglasses, they have to first be tied into their city and then two, wanna buy sunglasses commemorating it. So the first part of his funnel is people tied into their city. So rather than Scott just relying on Skyline Specs getting however much attention and followers it can get, he's got these other accounts that if he didn't even own these accounts, he'd probably be looking to do paid posts with them. Cause like if he's trying to sell Chicago sunglasses, then of course he's gonna look for, all right, what other Chicago accounts are out there? And he doesn't even live in Chicago, is the crazy thing about it. So he's just creating this so that he can foster a community of people who are like in love with that city. And that's what he's done for Minneapolis and Seattle and other cities too, is just built up, you know, he's got like three accounts that are over 10,000 followers now. But basically these other accounts, their sole purpose, or excuse me, not their sole purpose, but their main purpose is to funnel traffic to Skyline Specs. So in nearly every post he does on Life of Chicago, where he's just like, check out this video of Chicago or like this drone footage of Chicago, then in the caption, it says curated by Skyline Specs. And that's just his way of saying Skyline Specs chose this photo to be featured on here. So he's just always having it as a funnel that he's, he's, boom, Chicago, with all these Chicago hashtags funneling down to Skyline Specs to hopefully sell Chicago sunglasses. Seattle, check out the Space Needle, all these Seattle hashtags, okay? Then it's going back and funneling to Skyline Specs to hopefully sell Seattle sunglasses, all right? And it's just genius because there's so many times that we wanna do all these paid posts 
with big accounts and that's great you can totally do that and he probably he still does do paid posts apart from these accounts but he basically owns these accounts that he would do paid posts for so that's just free like he's essentially made it so he's getting free paid posts but the thing that he's really really doing at the psychological root of it is that He's trying to influence the top of his funnel rather than just be like, our sunglasses are great. They're UV 400. They're polarized. Do you need to buy sunglasses? Because here you are on Skyline Specs page. Like, I'll close you. He's like, all right, let's go one up above the funnel as in people who are interested in their city. And one of the most common examples of this that Gary Vee talks about all the time of, of the like a big business doing this is Michelin Tires. So what Michelin Tires did is they invented the Michelin star rating system. And it's just a rating system for restaurants. And originally they were just trying to get people to drive more. So they created this rating system and started giving high Michelin stars to restaurants that lived out on the country road. So they were trying to get all these people from cities to see that a restaurant on a, you know, 50 miles away or a hundred miles away had really good ratings so that they would drive there and drive back. And it's like, all right, whatever, that's only 100 miles or 50 miles, but they knew it was gonna add up because what's the first decision someone has to make before they buy tires? Are my tires worn out? Do I need to buy tires? So Michelin was saying, hey, we already have branded ourselves different than Firestone and we're this and we're that and you know, Goodyear's this and we're that. So they already know when people need to buy tires, We've got X percentage chance of getting their business and they can try to, you know, increase that number. Let's just say they, they get 15% of the tire sales. They can try to get that 15% to 1617 or they're like, all right, we can, we can do that. But let's also try to make some moves to increase the top of the funnel and just get people needing tires more in general, whether they end up buying ours or not in the end. Let's just get people driving more. And it's just really, really smart and long-term business moves to play there. Now, something you can do to incorporate this strategy on Instagram for free by thinking of, okay, how can I get more people just to my market in general is by using hashtags that are semi-relevant to your industry. So for example, if you are in the fitness industry, Maybe don't always do hashtag bulk, hashtag gains, if you're like a bodybuilding account. Do some that are like hashtag yoga sometimes or hashtag um, Pilates, okay? I'm just giving you an example here of just use some hashtags that are in markets that you think you could get people over tiers. That's a simple way to increase the top of your your funnel, and even if it's not your sales funnel, even if you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna try to target some people to follow me that I don't typically target. Because if you just do the same hashtags over and over that are just specific to your market, you're gonna start start just like reaching the same people over and over. And you know, even though these other people in these semi-interested markets might not be your ideal clients, I would recommend that you know, let, let's just use an example here. If you are, if you're a vegan recipe account and you make a meal that ends up being vegan and keto, 
I would make sure to use that opportunity to do some keto hashtags. Okay, that's just an example I thought of. You guys are probably sick of it. Like I only make a couple examples. Either I make it to like one of my own businesses or it's around fitness or food. But I know from talking to you guys, to a lot of you guys out there that a lot of you do own those types of accounts. And I think everyone just generally understands those markets because it's food and it's working out. So everyone's kind of done that at some point. But anyways, you get my point here. It's okay to use some hashtags that are relevant to the photo, but not exactly relevant to the market you're trying to reach. Because that, that's just a simple way to to make a move like Scott did here, where, I'm, where you're making a move towards people at the top of your funnel. So um, guys, if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out at IGM Secrets. And if you are interested in working with me to design a giveaway for your page and, you know, these tips are great and all, but you really just want some one-on-one -on -one coaching, you want to do a couple, couple phone calls with me, go in there, look at your account, look at exactly what you can do, and you would like me to help you design a giveaway then I'm going to have that be an option to do in about a month or so. And it's going to go hand in hand with actually a Kickstarter that I'm doing for one of my companies for a product that we're inventing. So I'm gonna kind of kill two birds with one stone here, but I wanted to reach out to you guys because I had a, some of you guys reach out and obviously ask for just like analysis of your account, which is fine. But you're like, hey, how would I do a giveaway? And you might be like a blog and it's not obvious and it is not an obvious answer to me either i'd have to get in there and bounce a bunch of ideas off of you so if you're interested in working with me to design a giveaway for your page that is going to be an option in about a month or so all right guys well thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful day